Good morning. Are you singing? I was singing a little bit. <laughs> Got a song, brother. Got a song in your heart? Yep. Good to be back with you all on another episode of the Two Peas on a Pod podcast. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday. I'm glad you stopped in. Took a little time. 30 minutes or so. 25, 30, 35, 40 minutes, whatever it ends up being today. Who knows? We don't know yet. We just open our mouths and let the Lord fill it. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. Something like that. So we're glad you're here. My name is Zachary Cordell. I am one of the hosts here on the podcast. If you're a new listener, that's who I am. You're on a good streak. You've been on a while. I've been on a while. I've had some interviews, but you've been on a while. Right. And then we've got, of course, my brother-in-law, Austin, here today. Or some know me, Aaron Gibbons. And we are glad to be coming to you the day after the 4th of July. Oh, what a wonderful day. The day that we celebrate our independence as a country. And let me just say, I know that our country has its problems. And I wish we was uh, back to where we used to be. But with that being said, I am still a patriot. Yes. And I love this country. And I thank God that I was privileged to be born in the United States of America. And I think every single American ought to feel that way. Yes, they should. And if you don't feel that way about the country, you'll find you a different one. I feel like you're more than welcome to find you somewhere else to live. This is the greatest country on earth, and I thank God for it. Yeah. And I'm glad to be an American. That means stand up. Quit getting on your knees. Stand up. Stand Put your for hand the over flag. your heart. Be proud of this country. That's right. That's right. We love the United States of America. Be glad you weren't raised in the Middle East. We're looking forward to 2024. <laughs> We're hoping America makes Hopefully. a comeback with Donald Trump. I'll just go ahead and say it. Yeah. We hope Donald Trump wins in 2024. Even though, as of right now, a lot of people are thinking DeSantis is going to get the nomination. But well, this ain't a political podcast. We don't know for sure. I don't think I don't think people think that. I don't. I highly doubt. This is a variety. I don't podcast. really want to get into this, but here I am. I I actually love politics, so we're a variety. We um, never know. What I do we're not think say. Ron DeSantis will run. I guess we'll he just might. Have to see. We'll have to see. But I think if Trump decides to run, Ron DeSantis will not run. Yeah. That's how I feel. And he might be Trump's running mate. Now, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be something. A Trump-DeSantis ticket. That would be great. Anyway. Trump's not going to go down without a fight. There, nobody will win against Trump in the Republican nomination. That just won't happen. Now, this is all assuming they let him win and don't cheat like they did the last time. Well... We I tell I guess you, we don't have to go into that today, because he did win last time. You know, I just thank God for America. <laughs> I do thank God that Trump was in there for the four years he was there. Yes, he done us a lot of good, a lot, and he kept us from uh, going down. He was only in there four faster. years, but we even got he to reap some, some of it after he was yeah, out. Well, that's them Supreme Court yeah. justices and things. 
we're not here to talk about Trump, but we're not here to not talk about him either. Thank God for a good president. Some people don't like him. That's their that's their own prerogative. I tell you, I liked him. He was a good president. One person said, I can't believe you'd vote on him. You know, or a lot of people have said, I can't believe you'd vote on him. You know, he, he does this and he curses and he says that and he's done this and he's been guilty of that. I said, Hey, listen, I have had people at work tell me that. I said, I didn't vote on my pastor, I voted on my president. And of the two candidates to pick from Pretty sure I picked the right choice. <laughs> Trump was the greatest friend to evangelicals that has been in the White House in years. Probably since Ronald Reagan. He's better than anybody in my lifetime. So, there we go. Let's move on Happy from July that. 4th. <laughs> Happy July 4th. Yeah. Go Donald Trump 2024. And hopefully the Republicans take back the House in November and the Senate. Hope you had a good day yesterday. Yes. Hope you enjoyed fireworks. Maybe you haven't even seen them yet. Whenever you see them, hopefully you enjoy them. We have a great fireworks show right here in this little town. We do. We've always had a really good fireworks show in Vanceburg. Small town, but always a good fireworks show here. Yep. We're pre-recording this episode. Sorry on the secret. But I'm actually not going to be here <laughs> on July 4th. I'm actually going to be in youth camp preaching a, a youth camp in a different state so we're pre-recording this but still hopefully you had a wonderful day yesterday on july the 4th happy independence day to all you americans but we do have some out of country listeners we don't have a whole lot but we do have some yep we have quite a few from england that listen and i don't even remember all the rest of the places some of them i can't even remember Maybe in some in Africa, some in different places in Europe. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty so cool. So you all might not be celebrating July 4th, but we still hope you had a good Monday. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Garfield said Mondays are terrible. I don't but, know who Garfield is. Go ahead. You don't read the funny papers? Just carry it on. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> don't act like you're that sanctified. But anyways, we're going to do something new today that we've never done. Pretty cool. We had somebody write in some time ago and said they knew this was a good podcast when one of the first things I heard was Odyssey. So, we're going to do today, name that Odyssey. So, who do you think's going to win? I don't know. I used to would have won this hands down. Used to won this hands down. But, I don't We have slacked off anymore. in our older age. And so, now my kids are starting to listen, you know, quite a bit. But, used to I would have won this hands down. But now I don't really know how I'll do, to be honest. Well, maybe we should just... We're about to find out. Maybe we should just go easy on each other. Well, this first time, I think if I get the, uh, if I just get the album that it's in. So if we get album, should that be half a point? Uh, and then least. if you get album and title, it's a full point. All right. All Sounds right. We'll good. see. I'm going to start it off. See if you can get it. Okay. Just a few seconds. All right. Ready? Ready. Stop it. I won't have this kind of talk. Do you realize what you're accusing each other of doing? Uh, more of the words. Nope. Uh, oh, I know. Suspicious Finds or Suspicious Minds. Suspicious Minds. Yeah, Suspicious man, Minds. <laughs> man, that was a good episode. Do you remember what album that is? Um, uh, or maybe we should do full point episode, an extra half point. Is it At Home and album. Abroad? Nope. No, I don't know. Beyond Expectations. Oh. Yeah. So Zach's got one point now i did do a little better than i thought i would yeah that's pretty good second guess 
All right, Austin, see if you can get this one. You ready for this? Uh, I'm probably going to lose, but Here I'm ready. Here you go. Ah, come on. The guy who wrote the book says that his son told him one of his fondest memories growing up was wrestling with his old man. Well, maybe so, Pop, but I don't really think this is a good idea. What's the matter? Afraid I'll get the best of you? No, it's not that. Oh, I see. You're just afraid. Pop. Come on, little Freddy cat. <laughs> Let's see how tough the leader of the bones really is. Come on. But... Go ahead. Take... That's, uh... What, let's see, what was it called? I think that's the one that, uh, um, mm, it's, it's, it's there. I, hold on, I got things to Who are they trying to kid? They're not trying to kid anybody, Bart. They're just a family having fun together. Yeah, they're trying to win that competition of best family. Yep. Uh, oh, it's like family matters. You got half of that word right. Uh, Do you know what set it's in? No. Family trials, family matters. Eh, you didn't get uh, it. It's called family values. Values. Yeah. Was, you didn't know the episode, but I didn't you, know the episode. you didn't know none of the names. So of I got a quarter of a point for that? We'll give you a half a point for that. Half a point because I knew something about it. All right, so we must establish if you get the album, you get one point. If you get the episode, you get one point. And if you get some uh, close to it, but it's just a tip of your tongue like me, just a minute ago, you get half a point. Okay, that sounds good. All right, we agree on it? We agree. All right, here you go. People are the most giving souls I've ever met. When I first helped build their church 30 years ago, they, they couldn't stop thanking us. It was more than a building to worship in. It it was the core of their community. Oh, man. The bad thing about these is once you figure Hold out where it's at, you're like, oh, this is... Oh, man. What is the name of this episode? Is the album out of control? Nope. It's somewhere real close to that. <laughs> um, this is when Connie and Joanne are going to see Mitch. She's riding with Connie to go see Mitch because she's got work to do there. And it is called The Silver Lining? Nope. Um, I give you up. You ain't got it. Something Blue. Something Blue. In Hot Pursuit. In Hot Pursuit. Is The Silver Lining right before or after that? Um, yeah, it's a couple before that. Well, I missed we it. We got half a point. Though. I got half a point. So you got one and a half, and I got half. Well, I told you I wouldn't do very good at this probably. I probably won't either, but it's fun. <laughs> All right, here we go, Austin. You ready? All right. This place gives me the creeps. Yeah, so it should. It's a tunnel of tombs. Terrific. The parchment I found said that the disciples searched for wit. The room. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know he said parchment in there. <laughs> oh, search for wit. Easy. Probably was that part three. Yep. Search for wit part three, and that would be the album. Uh, Come home. The search for wit. Oh, it was called the search for wit too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep, that was it. <laughs> well, we're all tied up. Are you ready? Ready, Freddy. All right, here we go. 
I know I was disappointed when I didn't get a new platinum-plated traffic whistle last year. Ah, oh, it would have been great to stand out there in the middle of the street, directing cars with that platinum-plated baby hanging from my lips. <laughs> mm. oh. ah, instead, I got this little chrome job. Is that Magic Guy? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, that is in the very first album, right? Yeah. Which is called... Oh. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Three, two, oh. one. I can't think of it. The Adventure Begins. Yeah. I think I should get... Oh, uh, so you got two and a half, right? Yep, I And think I got so. one and a half. All right, Austin, here you go. Here's yours. This one will probably be easy. All right, hopefully. Um, um, excuse me! <laughs> excuse me! There you go. What? <laughs> That's it? <laughs> it don't ring a bell. Hold on. Yes, ma'am? How much this purse? <laughs> <laughs> Aloha, oi. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. That would be... Comprende? Part two, maybe. Doris, why are you talking part like two. that? Look at her. Uh, She's Hawaiian. She don't understand <laughs> English. Aloha, oi. Yes, ma'am. I both what understand would the album and be? speak it. Well, what uh, do you know? Oh. Uh, is that what the album's called, too? Nope. It ain't? Nope. There's a picture of them surfing on the album, though, ain't it? I don't think so. I don't, the the I don't know the album. Passport to Adventure. Passport. Ah, man. All right, here we go. I think we're all tied up. So we got, we've done three apiece, so we got two more apiece to go. Let's see. Ready? Yep. Does it as a diversion? A diversion from what? From the things that are really bothering him pain, guilt, a particular kind of emptiness that living without God can bring. Nope. Yes, it really? is. I'm just... Huh? <laughs> 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 Ain't the one about Jason coming back home? Nope. I'm lost then. Play Guessing, based on everything you've told me. Do a little more. For some people, being the center of attention keeps them from centering on the thing that should get their attention. I have no <laughs> idea. I can't play no more of it. <laughs> Come on. Um, I don't know. I'm lost. On I'll play some more, but you'll get half a point. Okay. I can attest to what Mr. Whitaker is saying. As one who was not a believer once, the thought of death intensified my sense of loneliness. I still don't know. Loneliness and despair. One might do almost anything to escape those feelings. Fine. I want to stay angry with my. <laughs> that was the one about Connie's mom dying. Is that it? Yep. I don't know what that one's called. Do you even get a point? No. I played like 30 seconds. No, I don't get a point for that one. I can't think Life of expectancy. It. Life expectancy. That's a big one. I, didn't, I don't know that one. All right. Now for yours. All right. Ready for this. I didn't get a point on that one. So here you go. Listen to this audio clue from the shed behind Becky Simpson's house. Look what I got from my cousin Sally. Hmm. 
The question to you, Lude, what did Joey get from her cousin Sally, and what did she and her friends Man, do I with it? I have no idea. Two-parter, I love that. Okay, what is a pack of cigarettes, and they smoked them in the shed? Oh, that is correct! <laughs> oh, wow, Joey, that is really bad. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, Joey, on your card you say you're a Christian. <laughs> yeah, a smoking Christian. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sure God wasn't too pleased with that little incident. Man, I have no idea. (laughs) That don't even ring a bell. I hate that. Okay, hold on. ...to have been deceived by the devil many years ago. Adam, tell us what happened. Well, I I really didn't have anything to do with it. Is that a BTV? Nope. ...ate the hidden microphone. The devil did tempt this unwitting victim to steal, corroborating Joey, Howie, Larry, Gary, Perry's claims... (laughs) Now, I immediately wondered if this shocking the piece of, of the evidence Joey, could be Hilly, used to Lily, finally Gilly, give Pelly, the devil his due. With a mountain of our 2200 evidence in his corner, I don't know. Joey... <laughs> I don't you know. can just call me Mr. Perry. Mr. Perry. Mr. Harry Lowy, Joey Gary Perry. I don't know the name of the episode. Ah, uh, We have, Your Honor. And what say you? I can't Your get Honor, the point now anyway. She's played too much of it. guilty of all counts of robbery and breaking an enemy. <laughs> The devil made me do it. Oh. You missed that one. Yeah, I did. That's a good one. I have to go back and listen to it now. Oh, it's funny. I have to go back and listen yeah. to it now. All right, one you more. Said, on Lulu, these kids are worse than us. <laughs> All right, we're still tied. All right. Here's your last one. Do I still have one more after this? Yeah. All right, I got one more. Here it comes down to the wire. Ready? Yep. I have no idea. But I do know that he likes mystery and adventure books. Uh, his mom buys those for a nickel apiece. Okay, and where do they live? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Huh? But I do know that the mom drives an old Ford. You don't know the title? And has a big dent on the passenger door. You know, she wants to get a car that gets better gas mileage. Okay, well, uh, Tuesdays where does he go to school? Yep. Yeah, I have All no right. idea. Really? What's the well, album? He does get presents from his aunt. Uh, I won't guess this one. his aunt lives in Duluth, and she has... Tuesdays with Wooten... Long, uh, the present long ago. Nope. Hold on, it's the other one then. Uh, Eugene returns. Nope. Ah, I thought it was Fruit of the Spirit. The time, the album? Huh? No, it is not called that. Yeah, it is. It's the green one. No, that is not what it's called. <laughs> I probably, no. I'm looking at the app right no, now. That must be like a special thing. That is not what that is called. Just keep it right there. Let's look at it. Let's look it up. It's Are pro- you it might be in one of the quest one of the whatchamacallits. Yeah. Uh it was Eugene Returns. I told you. So you got double points. You got double points on that oh, one. Oh my goodness. So I you got right. well, you got four and a half now, and I'm at two and a half. Yeah, you're done. So we may have to do a sudden death. <laughs> if I can't if I can get this one, but I probably won't get both. You're probably yeah. gonna win. All right. You find that one. All right, go ahead. All right, so here's your chance to possibly tie up. Oh, everybody pray for me. Ready? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. (sighs) Do you think Buck is home? Mm, The light in his bedroom window was on. Buck, we're home! I'm upstairs. I'm sorry we're so late. I tried to call you. Sorry, the ringer on my phone was turned off. We were at the hospital. Mr. Uh, Whitaker. Perhaps we could have this conversation in normal tones. Oh. <laughs> Come down, please. I thought it we was have warm, some news. I don't think it is. I thought it was another one, but I don't think it is. What one do you think it is? 
I thought it was a new one, but that one wasn't about Mr. Whitaker in the hospital. I'll give you another another snippet. From here, maybe it's not so bad. Oh. Wooten Bassett? Uh, yes, sir. I'm Chief Woodley. Oh. I'm Penny. I'm Hadley. I'm sorry about the wait. Uh, may I go into my house, please? Not until we're sure it's structurally safe. Oh, the damage is that bad? Oh, I had hoped it might be just scorched wallpaper or a melted Jiffy Pop container. Mr. <laughs> um, That would be the ties that bind. You got it. That would be... Do I get an extra half point if I guess the part? I probably won't get it. Just guess the name of the episode and the and the album. Well, the the episode they're all ties that bind. Yeah, and the album's the ties that bind. So you tied up. But if I guess the part, will that make me win? Yes. Uh, ten. Seriously. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought. Thank you. And guess that. There's 14 parts. Oh, wait. I thought that was applause. (laughs) That's awesome. That is not. I was guessing it's toward the latter end, but not all the way at the end. That is cool. That stinks. That's awesome. Well, that was fun. We'll have to do that again. Yeah, that was pretty good. We'll have to do that again. That That was longer than I thought it'd take. Yeah. Maybe next time we could have them uh, pre-thought out. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of waiting until we start. But anyways, that was fun. Venture is an Odyssey, not a sponsor, but it was fun. Yes. Anyways, moving on. We got one scripture that both Zach's going to expound a little bit on. Am I? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Psalm 33 and 3. It says, sing unto him a new song. And this is what I want you to talk to us about. This is your specialty. Do Play I skillfully. That's not your specialty. This is your specialty with a loud noise. <laughs> That's so good. I need a. Anyways, I guess I'm the drummer. I guess I'm always accused of that. But music's important. We're not Church of Christ. Music is important. Read Psalm 150. That's the worship chapter, the praise chapter, yes. the music chapter, the instrument chapter. Talk to us. Well, that scripture there says play skillfully. Now. I don't think uh, <clears throat> that you have to be a professional musician, obviously, right, to get up and play in church, or I couldn't play. And uh, so that's not what we're here saying. But I don't think there's anything wrong with having something well-practiced right, and being ready to go. All right? So I think if you are a church musician or you're a singer, or you know that there's a good chance you're going to be called on in church to sing a special even or to do the altar call, I think you ought to be ready to do that when you come to church. Be ready to do that. Be ready to sing. Have a song on your heart. Have something ready to go. Practice it. Now, I'm not saying you always have to practice. There's a lot of times I get up and I sing something that I haven't practiced. Yeah. If I feel it, if I feel it on my heart. Well, the disclaimer is you always want to feel after the Lord. Right. But with that being said, there was one place that we used to go some and we'd get up and sing and and me and my sister have sung for years. And then when we'd go sit down, (laughs) they'd always say, now it ain't about talent and good endings and blah, blah, blah. 
And I agree with that. It's not it's not all about talent. But where did talent come from? Come from God. God gave talent. And there is nothing wrong with a choir practice, in my opinion. There's nothing right. wrong with people um, trying their best to do their best for God. And so I think it's good. I think you ought to practice. I think you ought to be ready. I think you ought to play skillfully, uh, just like the scripture said. And like I said, as skillfully as you can. I'm not saying you have to be a professional and you can only do what you can do. But if you, if and here's my point. If you're a musician and you know that you're going to be playing music, you ought to practice that. Yeah. Don't get up and not be practiced. Don't don't get up. It makes it hard on everybody else. Yeah, everybody else is practiced, and that's your role, and that's your position. You yeah. ought to feel enough responsibility to say, hey, this is my position. This is church. This is worship. I don't want to distract the singer. I don't want to distract the crowd from messing up. Yeah. You know, get up there messing up and hitting the wrong keys. And you ought to get up and play skillfully. Play together. Now, some people may not agree with that. If you don't agree with that, then that's fine. Please don't fall out with me. But that's just the way I feel about it. Um, in other words, don't be don't be lazy about it. And yeah. on anything you do, if it's taking up the offering, you know, take up the offering and and do it right. You know, be there, be sitting at your seat. Don't go to the bathroom when it's time to take up the offering. If you're the guy who takes up the offering, yeah, or whatever it might be. That's what I'm saying. You know, whatever you're doing, do it with all your heart. Well, the what world, I mean. you know, anybody in the world, they don't just get up there and do it. They yeah. practice endless amount of hours. Yeah. Now we don't. Before pr- they, you know, it. like we said, so we don't practice like other people do. Right. And and I tell them in our practice all the time, our choir practice, or I I used to, you know, I don't say it as much anymore, but I still mean it. But you know, we're the same people, so I don't just repeat everything. But there for a long time, I, what I tried to establish was, practice is for practice, church is for ch- is to have church, and so we're there in practice to to get it down. But when we get in church. If you get off your part, but you're feeling God, don't worry about it. You know, if you're if you're yeah. uh, feeling God and, and you don't feel like staying on the uh, tenor line, you feel like hollering something out, holler it out. You know, well, there's I, a I have nothing line. against that. You don't want to you don't want to not practice and just do whatever, right? But at the same time, you don't want to kill a service because everything has to be perfection either, right? And that's what you I'm saying. You want to obey God, yeah. So just take it and. And practice, but then when you get in church, hey, let's have church. Let's let go. Let's let let loose. Let's have church. Now, I will say this about music real quick is the new music that we have today, K-Love. These types of songs have a tendency to really hinder a service. This this K-Love music, there are certain songs that I do like, and I'm not totally against it. But a lot of times I've heard people, they'll take them songs and they'll try to sing them in church. And they are not church songs. There is a difference in church songs and and just CD songs. Not that they're ungodly songs, but they're not church songs. You know, they're not worship songs. And here's what I would say to anybody. Like I said, I am not an authority on this. I'm not acting like I'm an authority, but I'm just talking about it. Because it's what we do when here we talk about stuff. And so I would say if you was going to sing a song, and this is what I teach the ones in our church. If you're going to sing a song in church, if you have felt God in it, and if you feel the Lord in it, then sing it. 
But if you don't feel God in it, and you you because you, you know you know when you listen to stuff, if you don't feel God, do do not try to sing that. That ain't going to work. Usually, you need to feel the Lord in stuff, and you need to know that 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 song at least has the potential to get anointed. <laughs> you know, there are some songs that they're just. Uh, I wish I could think of some examples, but I'm not going to say any because some people might say them. <laughs> but, you know, just use wisdom and feel feel after the mind of God and the spirit of God. And here's another thing, real quick. If you are an altar call singer, have yes, an this altar is very call important. song ready. Very important. If you know you're going to sing that altar call, be thinking that whole sermon. You know, I'm not saying don't pay attention to the sermon. But you be listening to the sermon. Be listening to where it's going, where the preacher's going with it. Get the mind of God with the preacher. And I know y'all. I know a lot of people that sing altar calls are not preachers, but you can still get the mind of God. Our song leader, she comes all the time with the mind of God. She's a spiritual woman. And that she comes prays for what to sing. A consistent prayer life, right? Yeah. yeah. And so she has the mind of God. So I would say, listen to the preacher and try to sing relevant to that message. If he's preaching high, you know, if he's preaching on praise and worship and the the sermon is just building and building and building, you know, don't get up and sing Amazing Grace. Get up and sing, uh, you know, I feel like praising him. I'm going to praise him in the morning, praise him all day long. You know, so I think I'll take some time to praise the Lord. Or if he's preaching on judgment and he's preaching on hell, you know, don't get up and, and sing, um, I'll fly away, you know. And you th- that sounds crazy, but it sounds it like it's common sense. But it's, yeah, to some folks, but it try ain't. to find the mind of God and sing at the level of intensity that the preacher's preaching at. I hope that don't sound um, yeah. <laughs> a little worldly for some people or, or just temporary. No, I think it's, but I think it's good counsel. You need to you need to find a song that fits the moment. Yeah, and then you know, well, all you can kill, change too. If a guy preaches thirty minutes and he's super anointed. You'll kill the you can kill the whole altar, yeah. And it ain't him, yeah. And everybody will say, "Man, that altar was terrible," but it ain't his fault. And here's the thing about an altar call worker: you, we, our job, and I, I, I do sing altar calls at our church. And our job as an altar call workers is to complement the message. That's our job, and so we're there to complement the message, complement the sermon that was there, and to kind of usher the people into the presence of the Lord. Right. And that's that is the whole purpose of music altogether. Really. Is to worship God through. Well you're not up there just trying to show your talents off, even no. though talents given by God. But it's all to the glory of God. Right. And you know, we we have a choir and I was a choir drummer for many years before we evangelized and left. But you know, left for good. We still play sometimes when we're home. Mm-hmm. But the point is, we practice and practice. Well, we made some CDs too, but we practice and practice like crazy. Yeah. Because you don't want to, you don't want to get up in church and sing a choir song nobody knows, and just be all over the place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, we would have music practice. Yeah. And then have choir practice. Right. Because then you'd have the whole choir standing around while you got the bass, piano, and, yeah. <laughs> and drums and electric trying to figure it out. And so we'd have two different practices. But then when you get in church and everybody's together and from the first note to the end, everybody's doing the same thing, we have had some unbelievable, powerful services because there was a choir that practiced. And Not just us. We're just telling our story. Right. 
And here's what I'd say. I just heard a great choir the other day at another church. I'm just saying. That's just, oh, we're telling our story. choirs out there. Yeah. Here's another thing I would say to any singer or musician. Um, it don't matter how skillful you are. If you're not anointed, it's not worth anything. Yeah. I mean, it's just not. It's number one. Um, but if you're skillful and anointed, man, that's great. It's just like preaching. You don't. But if you're just anointed, talk. that's the main thing. Even if you're not skillful. If you're anointed. So the main thing of any church musician or singer is a consistent prayer life. That's the main thing. And then after that, practice and be ready, be prepared. You know, there's nothing wrong with being prepared. Um, In in fact, there's a lot right with it. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot right with being prepared. What about when, when Saul was calling for David? Here's what I use. When I when I talk to our people, sometimes people in our choir and the singers and things, when Saul was in his raging fits and he called for David, do you think David had to sit down and tune up his harp? He didn't sit down and tune his harp. He didn't sit down and think try to think of a song. He man flipped through a songbook for five minutes. He was ready. He yeah. was ready to sing. He was prepared. So that's it. and this is more on the more practical side. Be prepared spiritually. That's the main thing. If you're not prepared spiritually, then you're probably not going to do very much good. But be prepared spiritually. That's the main thing. The second thing on the more practical side, be prepared. Don't get up and tune your guitar for 5 minutes before you sing. You know, unless unless that's what you're up there doing, you know. Unless disclaimer, unless the church here cuz my wife plays guitar. Unless the church you're at, and she's not played there yet, and she's her guitar's in tune, but the piano's out of tune. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> talking Kelly about special incidents. Retune her guitar to the right. piano. I'm not but. talking about special incidents, or even if you go up just to do that. But like when they say so and so come up, and then you have to sit there and tune your guitar up, or or you have to sit there and look for a song for five minutes. That is a lot of dead space. That's yeah. a lot of dead air. You always got to redeem the have time. that song ready before you come to church. Or at least have a thing, have a song to think. If if I don't get nothing else, I'll know I can go to this, and get up and be ready to sing. That's just a little bit of advice. That's like I say, I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority on the subject by any means. There are some great, great musicians in our movement, far, far better than I'll ever be. But that's just some things I've learned, and a lot of that is from them, coming from them. Um, I heard Brother Mark Holcomb on the church insider podcast from Savannah. And he talked about when brother Butler asked him to be the church pianist. And it is a wonderful story is really good. Y'all ought to go listen to to go and listen. He talked about how he understood that he had such a responsibility and a privilege to work in that ministry that he took it so serious and he would practice all day on Sundays just to get a good intro. Cause he said he wasn't a great piano player at the time. And he said, uh, he said, I'd go all day on Sunday and practice just to get a good intro for that night. He said, because I understood that they had enough uh, respect for me to ask me to play. He said that I wanted to make sure I'd done it right. And I thought it was, it was wonderful. It's a wonderful podcast. And I think that's how every musician should feel. And like I say, any position that you hold, whatever it might be, but we're talking about music today. And, uh. Anyway, like I said, I'm I'm not an authority. I'm not nothing nope. great, but that's just... And you know what? It's fun. Oh, yeah. When you get, like, when I first started playing the drums, I was terrible, and I'm still not very good. But the point is, when you get together, 
I mean, you can look you can look back at me and you just do stuff with your fingers, not even look at mm-hmm. me. Because I'm always looking at you and looking around. You do stuff with your fingers and I know exactly what you want done. Sometimes I use a little bit of force. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but He'll do it the first time I turn around and did a yeah. little bit harder that time. But the point is, when you work together enough, because you're, you're going to church with the same people, when you're four or five musicians working together all the time, you get in sync, there's nothing more fun and awesome and spiritual. Yeah. Than oh, yeah. four or five musicians being in sync and doing oh, the everything together, the Lord and being able to play music and just be able to do that. And that's what I mean. That's what the Bible teaches us. The Bible teaches us that playing instruments is praising God. Read Psalm one fifty. It is the praising chapter. Psalm one fifty. Praise you, the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Then he says, praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise him with the string instruments, the guitars, right? The organs, the piano. Praise him upon my, this is my favorite right here as a drummer. Shout out to you drummers. Upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. But then we're talking about music and instruments today. But even if you're not a musician, even if you're not an instrumentalist, he summed it up and said, let everything that have breath Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I think we have a right to play instruments and try our best to play skillfully for the Lord. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Two Peas on a Pod podcast today. We're so glad, so glad you came by. And speaking of some good music, we got some right here on one of our CDs. We'll see you later.